There's nothing wrong with embracing reality and getting over it and moving on. So y'all, it has been a exhausting two weeks. <laughs> I'm going to give you the full download of my life, but I just want to honestly say I apologize to all of you out there. I know there's not many of you, but for the few that have been faithful, um, that I was not putting out episodes for the past two weeks. Um, first I got sick and then I was just really consumed with a lot of stuff and one of the biggest things that has hit me in this time is just I have to put my purpose first and I continue to let things come before what's really truly important to me and what's on my heart and what God's calling me to. So being sick was one thing, but then allowing other things to intercede and stop me from continuing with what God has placed in my heart. But I am back and I am so happy to be recording this episode. And a lot for me has really come to pass and to understanding so much knowledge I've been receiving. And I'm so excited to come here and share it with you guys. So I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) So it is it is good to be back to be honest also guys we still have the giveaway going on um i'm still waiting for some in entries please don't forget share it with your friends it's a hundred dollar sephora gift card honestly i will have to say to be completely honest i did a giveaway with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago for women's day go women and it was the same thing just a very small turnout and I'm really starting to think people just don't want free things anymore. <laughs> so I'm a little worried. But again, guys, share it with your friends. Please tell somebody. Um, it is a free $100 Sephora giveaway. All that I'm asking is you email us at currently at gmail.com with your entry talking about uh, your uh, testimony about friendships, overcoming toxic friendships. And if you're okay with us sharing it on the podcast, that'd be great. And guys, I want your feedback. I want you to tell me how you think this is going. I want to be able to cater to you. Obviously, you know, you guys are the viewers. You're the ones who are listening. So yeah, come on, come on. Let me know what's going on. Um... And <laughs> honestly, guys, I missed you. <laughs> I missed doing this. I missed recording. Um, so I miss you. And I hope you miss me too. Um, also, guys, I'm saying um a lot. I'm so sorry. I recently have come to a huge realization. And this is going to tie a lot into what we're talking about today. So before we start that, what are we going to do, y'all? We're going to pray. So let us just take a moment and pray. Heavenly Father, Yahweh, El Shaddai, amazing God, I just want to thank you for being a provider in the times where I didn't have enough, God. Thank you for being a motivator when I couldn't do it myself. Thank you for being a healer when I just couldn't find a way to heal. God, thank you for leading me in the path and the directions that you've always wanted me to go. Even when I went left, God, you caught me when I was going to fall, and I thank you for that. Lord, as we go into the show and for all those who are listening today, Lord, I pray that this word does something. It touches them. God, I pray that you use me to bring forth what it is that you need these amazing women to hear. 
whatever it is god i leave it in your hands you are the only god the only true god the only living god and god i give you all the glory and all the praise god only your son was able to be resurrected and ascend to your right hand and we thank you god for the miracles and the evidence of your goodness and your existence that you left behind so god as i go forth in this lord bless my words and bless those who are listening god and touch them visit them and be with them and we thank you lord for who you are in jesus name amen so y'all um i am so 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 ready for a change if anybody is out there who's ready for a change put your hands up i can't see it and wave them like you just don't care because i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding. But put your hands up and honestly just say, I am ready for a change. I don't know if you're in church. I don't know where you are if you're in your car. Just tell your passenger seat, even if it's empty, I'm ready for a change. If you are listening in your living room and you got your friend beside you, turn to your friend and say, I'm ready for a change. I don't know where you are. If you if your mom is downstairs in the living room, run downstairs and tell her, I am ready for a change. There needs to be a change and a shift. And uh, this past two weeks, after I got sick, Okay. And I'm assuming this was like an overnight flu or whatever it was, but it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I remember laying in my bed and just sitting there and thinking like, I hate the fact that I've become this person that's sick almost. I've been sick three times since the year has started. And I remember when I was younger, I would be sick maybe like once every seven years, if even that much. When I was a kid, I had acid reflux. I had, uh, uh, asthma or I guess it was bronchitis when I was younger I'm not sure um, but I had acid reflux asthma eczema I have just been someone who has struggled with certain things but because I was an active kid these things always were under control but in the past let's say seven to ten years my health has declined and not because of say anything super intense but mostly because of my lack of wanting to maintain good health and I'm just being real. This is what this is. Y'all know I'm just going to speak true and honest. I'm not going to, you know, be like all pretty about it. It's a fact. I have gotten worse in my eating. I have gotten worse in my keeping active. I have gotten worse in even my mental health and my spiritual health. I have allowed so many things to get me to a point where I can't even recognize myself. <laughs> so today we're really just going to focus on like, where are you now and where are you going? you now and you tomorrow like we gotta we gotta really talk about it and say i'm ready for a change so i'm gonna share a, a quick uh story about me when i was younger so when i was younger um i used to be such a creative kid i loved poetry i loved writing i loved my imagination was huge i was that girl that was in dramas and then I wrote stuff. We used to have um, an art show in Middlefield. I cannot remember what we called it, but it was once um, Wonderland themed and I participated in that being the uh, the bunny and it was just so much fun. Um, I also wrote a play which ended up going in one of our exhibits um, for one of our art shows. It was so amazing. And I remember bursting, even talking about it now, I can just feel God reminding me of that feeling I had in high school where I was bursting with this creativity and bursting with this yearning for just wanting to pour out on, uh, everybody what was inside. 
And I remember thinking at that time, what can stop me? Like, what can tell me that I can't do something? And I, I, I honestly had that mentality at 17 and 18. 16, I should say 17 and 18. I remember dreaming so big despite what my circumstances were. My circumstances were that I was raised by a single mother. Um, We were very low income. We lived in housing. My mom tried her best. And even in that circumstance, I never stopped dreaming. And when I got to high school and I was introduced with these other opportunities, I just knew that there was so much more out there. I still pursued so much of my uh, aspirations that I even wrote a book at the age, I believe, of 18 or 19. I'm so terrible with knowing dates and numbers, but I wrote a book and I took all my poems that I actually wrote from the age, oh my God, it makes me emotional, um, from the age of 16 up until then, and I compiled it into a beautiful story. And I wrote a book. Holy Spirit, thank you. I wrote a book of these beautiful poems and I published it. I was fearless, fearless. I went into college, (laughs) trying to get it together, y'all, because I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking not just to me through this, but to somebody else who's going to hear this. Um, I went to college and continued to pursue Uh, arts and I wrote a script and from my experience and I remember being in school and my script writing teacher he always had such criticism I wrote very gangsta okay (laughs) sometimes (laughs) sometimes it was maybe a little too real Um, for example I had a story about a girl who was dating a gangster a boyfriend and she got pregnant and the boyfriend's like yo I don't want to be with this girl anymore because he falls in love with the best friend. So they concoct a plan where they're going to beat her up. And unfortunately, she loses her baby and she goes on a rampage of revenge. So think about like Kill Bill, but in the ghetto. (laughs) That's pretty, that's pretty much what it was. Um, Or really, was it Kill Bill? Was he a gangster? Oh my God, maybe I stole it. (laughs) Maybe I stole it. But hey, you know what? That was the theme and um, it was just, it was so amazing. Um, I ended up going ahead and, you know, entering into poetry contest and I had my poem published in an international book. It was crazy. So I'm actually an author of two published things. One of a book that was self-published and a second one, um, it's called The Stars in Our Hearts. I believe I have a copy somewhere um, that was published as well and I had a radio station in college. It was called Rave Radio and I'd bring on guests and we just had very controversial topics. Um, And then I moved on to doing things with one of my close friends. Her name is uh, Dr. Natalie Sharp. We had Raincom Radio. We used to do YouTube videos. I started YouTube videos. I was doing vlogs about meeting my dad. Like if I were to really continue to go down the list and there's so much more, um, I think we'd be here another 10, 15 minutes and then the whole show would just be about what I did. (laughs) So that's not what we're doing. But the point is I had so much vigor. Now I got to a point in my life where I gave my life to Christ and I knew that there was still so much in me and the Holy Spirit had brought back, um, I, b- I believe the Holy Spirit brought back a, uh, this program that I had worked on in high school is called unique. And it was, um, a pretty much, an acronym um, for different things about what made people unique. Because I remember being in high school and feeling 
like I was the popular girl, but I was still so much so on the outside of, I guess you would say, you know, my friends and society and whatever the case is. I just felt so different. Even though I was able to maintain this popular, you know, facade, I still knew that this wasn't who I was fully on the inside. I portrayed the girl that loved rap music. I portrayed the girl that loved dancehall and going to parties and getting drunk and all of these things. But that wasn't who I was. And I built this program to speak to that part of me, that part of me that feels like I needed a safe spl- safe place to be myself. And I'm pretty sure other women felt that way. And now for some reason, high school, it just never kicked off. But I kept all the documents um, in, a, in my memory box. And it came to pass that I ended up pushing that forward. It started off as a development program for girls, teaching them smart boards and all that, and ended up just becoming an empowerment pro- uh, program. Now, if many of you know me from before, you guys know I used to have a ministry called Ella in Control. And Ella in Control was catered to women of all ages to just empower them with God words at the foundation. That literally was our motto. And I did events where women would come together and they would just celebrate themselves and I had another event where we highlighted businesses like I was doing this all before the age of 25 I'm not even joking so before I was even 25 all of this was accomplished and I remember sitting there thinking like this is nothing I haven't like I remember saying to myself like guys you guys think I'm doing anything I haven't done anything yet like this is just this is this is not even anywhere near what where I want to be this is this is this is just the tip of the iceberg and I remember telling people like, I'm not doing anything. I need to keep doing more. And I, and I was pushing and pushing and I got married after. I lost so much of myself in that marriage. I gave so much of myself, but I also took so much of somebody else. And I started to continue to do these ministries with the wrong intentions. I was doing these ministries Because I wanted to prove that I'm still that girl, even though on the inside, I was not only dealing with domestic abuse, but committing it as well. That I was struggling with my health. I was gaining weight and was losing control. I was still going forth and doing these ministries that I wasn't, my heart wasn't fully ready for. So I was pushing and pushing and pushing. And one day I finally felt something was off I remember we did our last praise parade and it was beautiful we gave out 25 bags and we ended up coming up with another 15 I I believe I I believe altogether was 30 30 something bags to kids in lower income communities for free it was all free out of my own pocket donations people donating it was just it was amazing and I was so happy and I remember thinking, this is the pinnacle. But every time I went to touch it, it didn't feel right. Every time I went back to Ella and I would make a video, it felt like I didn't I didn't belong in this anymore. It felt like I wasn't the same girl who started this. But I was fighting through it. And I was starting to offend people. I was starting to make videos out of anger. For example, I, I, I wanted to work with a girl. She turned me down. And instead of me just understanding and moving on, I made a video hurting her, using my ministry to hurt instead of to heal. 
I remember also going on there and talking about my family issues. Not that I can't still be honest about it, but using it to speak my truth to them and hurt them. And that's when God said, you're no longer prepared for this. I had a conversation with my grandma and it was confirmed that I had to put this ministry away. When I put this ministry away, I was devastated. I said, God, you took from me the one thing that made me. And that's where I went wrong. I believed that the ministry made me. I believe that the ministry was the reason why I was thriving. I believe that Ellen Control was the reason why I was the woman that I was. Not because I was changed by God, but because the ministry was proving a point to those who thought they could prove me wrong. I look back at the age of 30 now and I say to myself, well, man, you were lost. You were so lost. And many of us feel that way. We feel lost. Some of us are still doing things. Like some of us are having businesses that we have no business being in. (laughs) Some of us are encouraging people to do things that we know they're not prepared for just because we know they need that sense of validation and approval. Some of us are going about these things because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm 35 and I haven't done anything yet. I got to do something. And you're jumping into these things because you think that identifies you or that makes you somebody. But it's time for a change. Change from the inside out. You see, when I put down Ella, my grandma gave me a beautiful analogy. She said, when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, Abraham must have already thought he was dead. He would have had to already made up in his mind that even if it is so that my son is to die on this rock, I have already made up my mind to be obedient. And in his mind, his son already was at the point of where he needed to be to commit this sacrifice. I had to do the same with Ella. I had to put Ella on a rock and let it die. When I finally was able to become obedient, and listen, I'm still struggling with some things. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but when I got to a place where I could feel the forgiveness coming out of me, like I could say my husband's name without calling him a bad name. I could say these things without feeling angry. When I got to a point where talking about my family was no longer a soft spot. When I got to a point where talking about my experience with being a divorced woman in church was no longer a soft spot. I knew that I was growing and getting out of this and now I am changing. I was in a cocoon and now I'm breaking free. And now God is seeing this transformation and saying, ah, there she is. There's the woman that I needed at that time. But here you are now. This is when she currently came about. And many of us want to put ages and a limit on when we should succeed or when God should help us in our calling. Because I always say our purpose is to spread the gospel. That's our purpose. The calling is really what the difference is. What are we, how are we called to do that? When I finally was given a confirmation on my calling, which I believe my confirmation is just speech. I believe I am anointed in speech. And if that means speaking to women, speaking to this, speaking to that, whatever it is, I believe God has anointed me. I have an anointing and I thank God for that. So I will operate in that. This is why I choose podcasts and interviews and all of these things, because I believe that in my speaking and my speech, God uses me. 
That's what my calling is. But no matter what I do, you're going to hear about God. You're going to hear about the goodness of God. I'm going to spread the good news. That's my purpose. So, so many people nowadays want to put their purpose, their calling, sorry, their identity in their calling. Not the fact that God himself was the reason you became who you were, but more so that you feel as though because I am a podcaster or because I am a pastor or because I am a preacher or a worship leader or whatever the case is, that is why I'm successful. No, Joseph was 30 years old when he went before Pharaoh and became second hand to Pharaoh. But before Joseph did that, he was a prisoner. He was a slave. He worked for, I believe, Potiphar. And it's said that because Joseph himself was such a good man of God, people around him were blessed. And he didn't have a title. <laughs> we put so much power in being something. We put so much in being this amazing person because we're a pastor, we're a worship leader. I'm doctor this and I'm bishop this and I'm... Forget that. That doesn't matter if you don't have God in you. I don't want a pastor who who is around me and I can't feel God's anointing and blessing on them. What's, what's your use? What's your purpose? If I can't see the hand of God in your life, I'd rather a prisoner, a prisoner speak to me because God called him to than a pastor who had no right being a pastor. A lot of us need to stop with this idea that we have to have a title we need to change that mentality. It's time for a change. Turn to your neighbor again. Turn to your empty seat. Turn to yourself and say, it's time for a change. A lot of you started off this episode and thought, I was going to go in the direction of, it's time for us to go after it and get it and be this. No, no, it's time for you to change your outlook. It's time for you to change your motives, your intentions, your purpose, your purpose and what you're doing. It's time for you to change that and start to realize that when Joseph was operating, and doing what he was doing, Joseph didn't walk around and say, man, I wish I was the right hand to Pharaoh. I wish I was overseeing the land because then I'd be somebody. I would be important. I would be special. Joseph just, <laughs> Joseph said, listen, bros, this is how he got himself in trouble. He said, listen, I had a dream that y'all are going to answer to me one day. But he didn't walk around and say, y'all, I'm going to be your boss. You're going to answer to me. So I'm going to walk around and make sure I get it so that you understand what you owe me, who you are. Joseph was humble. When he was thrown into the pit, when he was taken out and sold, when he was in prison, sorry, when he was in Potiphar's house, and then he was in prison, Joseph was humble. And God continued to propel him to the next level and propel him and propel him. Not because he was going after, but because he was obedient. He loved God so much. He kept his commandments. He was doing all of the things that would make him a great man of God. And in return, God said, let me level you up. Let me get you to the next step. Forget about what people are worried about. Let me do it. There is nobody who will level you up more than God, better than God. There's nobody. Let me tell you, I have a friend of mine, I'm not going to say too much, whose life right now is doubled what she had before. 
because she was faithful to God and allowed God to do the upgrading. She didn't go and say, I'm going to find a husband. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do this. No, no, no. She allowed God to change her. God is not an author of confusion. He's not an author. He doesn't lie. God's word never lies. Never, never, never. So if he says he's going to do it, be patient and wait on it. But in the meantime, study and show yourself approved. When that time comes that God is going to call you. Just like right now, God is calling me to do this. And if I continue to not be in my word, which, hey, I'm not perfect. I have my days. But the more that I stray from him, the less I'll have to give. I got to be right by the feet of the man, the amazing father who has called me to this so that I know what I have to do. It's time for us to change what success looks like in our eyes. It's time for us to change what we perceive as leveling up. Some of us are not made to be pastors. Some of us are not made to be podcasters. Some of us are not made to really even be on social media talking about, let me pray for you and let me do. Some of y'all are not made to do that. Some of you are made to be that woman on the street who walks the same path every day and every day she meets a new individual, individual, says something to them and saves them. That could just be your calling. A lot of us want to be center stage and we think that center stage says something to somebody. It doesn't. If this podcast only ever hits seven views every episode, I know in my heart of hearts, those seven people were blessed and I'm going to go to heaven with that and be confident. If this never goes anywhere and for the rest of however long I do this for, it is seven views. I'm taking them seven views to heaven and saying, Lord, I spoke to seven people. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Because that's just what it's about. I always tell the beautiful little kitties around me. They say, oh, auntie, I love that you have a business. I wish I could have a business. I say, you can. You can do whatever you want to put your mind to. But you make sure that God put a stamp of approval on it. If my niece wants to start a business, guess what I'm going to tell her to do? Let's go on our knees and pray. And then let's start doing the business. And if God says, uh, this is not for you, 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 you let it go. Because guess what? When your hands are empty and God wants to fill it up, hey, <laughs> I'll take what God wants to put in my hand any day more than what man wants to put in my hand. Some of us need to start to change what success is. I think about the King Jehoshaphat. And how he became, he started reigning at the age of 35, okay? And this king was looked at as a, looked at, as a king who was an amazing king. When, when threat came to their front door, Jehoshaphat didn't say, oh, I'm king, I'm big bossy, I know what to do, da, 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 da. I'm going to show these people what it is, eh, <laughs> you know? He said, no, no, I'm going to call a fast and I'm going to call out to God because I know that with him, the answer will come to pass. A lot of us would have said, I'm king. I got armies behind me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to just let my armies deal with it instead of going before God and saying, God, they ended up winning the battle. They praised. Nations now knew who God was. If they didn't know that, now they know (laughs) because they play with the wrong king. 
It's time for us to change. It's time for us to accept the reality that not everything that we want, we will get. Because if it doesn't line up with the desires of God, it's not for you. A lot of Christians, and I even speak to myself when I say this, a lot of us think that just because it's working for us, it's for us. Just because a business is thriving and booming doesn't necessarily mean God put a stamp of approval on it. I also believe, yes, not everything needs an okay. If you're if you're biz- doing a business, you're doing a business as long as you're not hurting nobody. But if God tells you to put it down, you put it down. You walk away. You say, you know what? Good try. Tried it. Gotta go. It's not for me. In this season, I really want all of us all of us to start start to seek the thing that matters, which is God's plan and his desires for your life. No longer focus on what the world says. Back then when I was doing all of that and writing books and all, the accolades I was getting from the world were no, I shouldn't say nowhere near what I wanted, but it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't. The accolades, my friends, I didn't really even have that many good friends because I would tell my friends like, hey, y'all write a book. They're like, oh, why'd you write a book for? Okay. Big whoop. You wrote a book. Uh, Okay. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I thought that was something big. But you see, if I were to write a book today and it was to glorify God and God said, yes, this is for you. Write that book. Do what what I asked you to do. And he put a stamp of approval on it. the angels in heaven I could hear the mighty roar of joy because I did something that God has asked me to do and now my purpose is going to spill out into others my purpose is to spread the gospel and the gospel and my calling whatever however God called me to do it is now going to anoint others bless others speak to others heal others not because of my words but because God has given me the approval to go forth with what he wants me to do I talked about then when I was younger because I want people to understand something. You see, you never lose that part of you. A lot of us think that when we give our life to Christ, our creativity stops, our desires, our dreams, our hopes, so many things all of a sudden become obsolete. But that's not true. It's not true at all. The girl that I was then and that creative powerful woman when I was coming up with programs and art all of that God has given to me every last thing God has given to me all God is saying right now to me is all those gifts I have store them up because when that time comes that I call for you to pull that trick out of a hat that's what I call it you call it a trick that comes out of a hat boom that's another tool on a vessel I can use that's another tool on a vessel I can use that's another tool on a vessel I can use I also thank God because I believe that in that time, I needed to see that I could still be that girl. The, 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 the girl that had so much vigor in me. The girl that was the healthy girl. The girl that used to work out and do all these things. God said, that's who you are. The only difference now is that you have a true purpose. You have a true reason for doing all of this. Don't lose that. I talk about my health, just to go back to some points from the beginning. 
Because I think about the fact that our body is a temple. And people always want to bring that scripture up and talk about, oh, my body's a temple. I, you know, I'm arguing this for tattoos and I'm arguing this for how I dress it. But your body is the temple. Your spirit is held inside of these, these fleshly walls. If your body can't perform what your spirit needs you to do, oh, can you imagine if God said, I want you to walk from here to Wesley. I, I live in Pickering. And if I were to walk from Valley Farm to Wesley, God says, just walk. And I couldn't do that because I'm out of shape. It's time for a change. It's time for us to be in the best state that we can be in so we can be vessels. It's time for us to take care of ourselves so we can take care of the purpose of the Lord. It's time for us to get it together. It's time for a change. Don't allow your hiccups and your failures and your bumps. If I were to really look back and, you know, allow uh, the, the pain that I felt from having to, you know, get rid of Ella because I failed. I did fail. It was a fail because I allowed other things to come in and manipulate the thing that was God's. So I marked that as a fail. Not because it was a fail. Failure isn't always bad. It's just a lesson learned. Failure is a lesson learned. If Ella continued in that way and continued to do all of the things that I was doing, hey, who's to say I wouldn't have been successful, but at what cost? It's time for us to get everything that we have Let's say you're you're not a creative person, but you're someone who loves to draw and you stop drawing because you just feel like, well, you know what? I, I, I'm a Christian now. I can't be drawing and doodling. Yes, you can. Use that to glorify God. All these girls out here making these paintings of naked women and all of this. And what is it? What is it benefiting you spiritually? What? Use that talent to depict the images in the Bible. Use that talent to to to. I don't know, draw something that depicts the beautiful images that go inside your mind when, you, when you're when you worshiping. Use it to glorify God. I believe that anything that you have in your hands that you can use, use it to glorify God. The you now and the you tomorrow comes with change. It comes with submission. It comes with obedience. And the biggest one it's going to come with is sacrifice. Someone once said, and I believe it's true till now, <laughs> that if it's something that you don't want to do, it's most likely God. And I'm talking about the good things. I'm not talking about going out there and, you know, doing things. You know, we're not following the past of Rahab. That's not what I'm saying. But nine times out of ten, if it's something that you're convicted about and that you're always called to and you're tussling and you say, God, that's not me, most likely it's God. It's always the opposite of what you want to do. When I started this podcast, ask any, ask any of my friends. I didn't want to do it. I said, I don't want to do it. I just want to work, make that money. I don't have time. I want no part of this environment anymore. I just want to do me. I was fighting it. It just kept coming back up. Kept coming back up. And eventually I gave in to, <laughs> to God's will. I said, God, fine, I'm going to do it. 
Sometimes it's what you don't want to do is what you need to do because you're called to it. Sometimes. Listen, y'all, that is the end of today's show. I went a little teeny bit over time, but you know what? You're welcome because I've missed almost two and a half weeks. So I'll also be dropping another episode uh, Saturday, which I believe is the 22nd. So stay tuned for that. And I'm so excited. I probably hit the mic twice, but guys, aren't you proud of me? It went from like maybe seven to 10 times to now twice. Go Janelle. It's your birthday. Go Janelle. It's your birthday. <laughs> and don't forget, share the giveaway. I want some people to get some sh money. Okay. I have more giveaways coming. I have more gift sets coming. Yay. And just to let everybody know, listening, we're having a women's expo come May the 13th, I believe. Oh my gosh. I am sitting out here advertising events and I couldn't tell you when it was. Help me, Jesus. Okay. I believe it is May <laughs> 12th. Um, no, May 13th. Sorry, Saturday. May 13th. Um, it is at McGregor Community Center, I believe. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm definitely going to try this again because I, I, I'm not sure. But the point is, come on out and uh, celebrate with us. There's going to be vendors, people who can help with resources. So many things going on. And I'll be there with my Ephraim Creations. Uh, we'll be having our amazing Christian t-shirt line, along with some little cute customizable tote bags and so much more. And I'm excited to finally uh, get out there and doing some awesome workshops. So I love you all. And don't forget... Listen, y'all, it is all good. It's time for a change. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. As a matter of fact, jump into the pool of change. Start swimming. Deep dive. Get your head in. T plug your nose in. Get under the water of change. <laughs> be enveloped in change. Be indulged in it. And embrace it. It's time for us to change how we look at success. It's time for us to change how we're seeing ourselves. It's time for us to change the old habits that are taking, bringing us down. It's time for a change. I love you all. See you soon. Thank you for enjoying the show. I hope you guys are following us on all our social media outlets. Go ahead and find us on Instagram at she underscore currently, as well on TikTok, she underscore currently. And you can email us at shecurrentlyshow at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Love you all. Keep listening.